0: Hello and welcome to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Keith. All right, today what I wanna do is play some snippets of some guest interviews that we had in the Inner Tribe over the month of May. If you don't know what the Inner Tribe is, it's my manifestation membership. You can access it inside the Manifest It Now app. So if you have premium access to the app, you got access to the whole app, plus the book club, plus the Inner Tribe membership. And in there, I do multiple expert interviews every month. I create workbooks that are filled with journal prompts and manifestation tips and practices. We do guided visualizations, subliminals, and we also have live weekly coaching calls along with live weekly calls in the book club. So it is totally worth it. It's $88 for the entire year. I don't know of any manifestation coach where you can even get one session for $88 um, and you're getting weekly sessions all year long, plus all these other tools and resources and access to the whole app, which includes all the courses, challenges, all of it. So... If you haven't yet signed up, go ahead and do that. And in the Inner Tribe, under the month of May, you can access these full interviews. Um, I'm just going to play some snippets today just to give you a feel for the kind of content that we have in the Inner Tribe. And these guest speakers Were amazing. These are all women who have gone through major adversity when it comes to their health. They all of a sudden, like very abruptly, were hit with debilitating illnesses and were able to use the power of the mind and gratitude and positive thinking to really manifest health and healing. So it's very inspiring, all three stories. And what's really interesting is all three of them say a lot of the same things. So I do think there is a very strong component when it comes to your mindset and what physically manifests in the body. And I do not think that this should replace, um, you know, regular health and and medical advice from your doctor. Like you always want to consult your doctor and I think it's – perfectly okay to take your doctor's route, but I think you should do the mindset work and the manifestation work in addition. There's no reason not to. And when you hear these three stories, it'll become very apparent just how powerful our minds are at manifesting physical symptoms in the body. So we're going to hear from three people. We're going to go ahead and start with Josette Taseek, who is a top Zumba instructor, and she is known as a medical miracle because she was able to naturally heal her rheumatoid arthritis, which is very debilitating, and she had a lot of symptoms associated with that, and now is a Zumba instructor. Um, She really shouldn't be able to be moving her body in this way, but she is, and she's thriving, and she gives so many great tips on how she did it from a manifestation perspective. So let's listen to a little bit of what Josette had to say.
1: I was diagnosed in 2011 with advanced rheumatoid arthritis, Uh, and was told I was heading for a wheelchair. Um, And it was in that moment that I started to seek other ways and read some books and literally just jumped in headfirst into uh, law of attraction, information, understanding the stuff that we were never taught as kids of how things really work. And um, once I got it and put it into practice, as Abraham Abraham Hicks says, test the heck out of it. Um, I did. And lo and behold, within a year, I was declared a medical miracle. They couldn't find evidence of disease in my blood. And um, once you're aligned on that path, I think the success just followed. I I started dancing like crazy because I could. um, And it all became bliss and joy and happiness. That was the path. It still is 11 years later. Yeah, actually um as fate would have it, Bruce Lipton was huge in my healing. Um I started listening to him when I was sick and I recently had the honor of sitting on a panel um with him um and Oh my gosh, that's awesome. It was such a huge moment for me because before the program started, I was I had to say, you know, Dr. Lipton, hi and he's such a great person and he's He's so eloquent in his speaking, but one of his key elements is it's the environment that, um, affects the cell. So he was really, um, as you know, um, he he talked about the environment and our environment is our, not only our, our physical environment, but our emotional environment. So for me, that was the big step is my emotional environment. I was under a lot of stress before I got sick. Um, I was arguing with my husband, we had been separated for a while. And I was blaming a lot of people, places and things for my situation. And um, I realized that that was a mental environment that I was placing myself in, and an emotional environment. And when I made the decision to heal myself, and it was a decision, I looked at my family who had all said, you should probably just do what the doctors tell you to do. You're a mom, you have to be responsible. Um, my husband had come back to help me cause I was not functioning as a parent very well. Um, and I said, you know what, I'm I'm gonna take this journey because I've got nothing to lose. Um, I just will end up in a wheelchair a little sooner according to the doctors, but I have to try this for the sake of my son. It wasn't even so much for me. Um, And it was that shift in my environment. So I told everyone, you're all off the hook. I don't blame you for anything. Not my husband. I just want love and light. And I created that environment. I told everyone there will be no arguing. There will be no stress. I just said, everything's off the hook. All my needs were met at that time. I didn't have tons of money, but I was eating and my Sun was eating and we had a roof over our head. So I said, every piece of energy that I have is going to go into cultivating an environment for me to heal. I mean, there was a lot of times when I was really sick and my husband kind of looked at me and said, you know, I'm following your lead on this, but are you sure? And I I honestly, in that moment, no, I'm not sure. I didn't know I was going to heal um but i knew that i had to give 120%. so whether they were on board or wasn't or weren't i was loving them because that was my choice. i think the big thing about law of attraction is it's an intimate relationship with the power inside of you. so mm-hmm. you you you're cultivating that and all the other relationships it's not that they're not important. You love them. You cherish them. You honor them. You respect them. But ultimately where you're going in your life and what you're manifesting is your design. It's your baby. It's your creation, whether it's healing or building a you know, million dollar business or whatever, it's yours. So they understood that part of it. They understood that I had to you know, follow my own guide and my own heart and my own, even as, as insane as it may have seemed at the time. Um, my husband, thank God, you know, and now we're married 20 years and we've never been happier because he also kind of clued into, wait a second, you're on to something here because you did heal and then you did wow. manifest success. and mm-hmm. And now he's doing it and he is loving life and we're all living. And I think that's, Ultimately, the bottom line with with what you're doing, Stephanie, and I totally love what you're doing is it's just bringing people come to the second floor. We've Mm -hmm. all lived on the first floor for a really long time, and it's crowded and icky and people are fighting for, you know, this and that you don't need to you just get to the second floor and cultivate that relationship and it and it just ease and grace.
0: Okay, next up, we're going to hear from Sandy Cruz, who is host of the Sandy K Nutrition Health and Lifestyle Queen podcast. She really drives home the point that I have noticed for a long time, which is that we've become so comfortable with being uncomfortable in our bodies that a lot of times we have symptoms right in front of our eyes, things that our body is trying to tell us And we just ignore it. We just become used to feeling like shit. And this became very apparent to me when I was in the pharmaceutical industry and I sold COPD medication. COPD is very symptomatic. You have difficulty breathing. It affects just about every area of your life where people get to the point where it's difficult to even walk to their mailbox or wash their hair without becoming completely breathless and I had a really great medication that worked fast and helped people regain their life back and I would have doctors tell me all the time when they started taking this medication they were like oh my god I didn't realize how bad I was until I started to feel better it's like you your health starts to degrade you know over time And you just become used to it, and it becomes so normal that you forget what it's like to feel good. And it's not until you start feeling good again that you realize just how bad you were, how sick you were, how symptomatic you were. We are really good at just ignoring what our body's trying to tell us. So, Sandy makes a really good point here. And let's take a listen to what she has to say.
2: If I was to look back at, that time in my 30s i can honestly say you know trauma birth i had a toddler i had a baby that didn't sleep my adrenals were fried just completely fried but unfortunately there weren't a lot of female advocates like we have now to say whoa whoa whoa, hold on a second how you're feeling isn't normal. Mm -hmm. How you're feeling is not something you should just suck it up for being a new mom, right? Right. And so these, because our body is always talking to us, our Mm -hmm. body is always communicating with us. And if we're not listening, and the way to listen is that quietness, right? That unbusy time, that time when you're sitting with yourself and going, huh, the fact that I'm not sleeping is probably not a good thing. I need to take care of that. And so that's when that wellness comes into play, right? When you take that time to be quiet. That's also the time when the whole spiritual side comes into play too, right? What happened with me after the birth of my second child, it wasn't great. She was a tough baby. And um, I didn't sleep. I was very, very, very thin. I um, didn't have much breast milk to nurse her whereas with my first that wasn't the case so there were all these signs and I and the fact that I was really really skinny after three months there was something not right mm-hmm. however I was not really. I wasn't I was kind of oblivious to this mm-hmm. I thought oh well you know I'm tired I'm a new mom I have two babies right to take care of and so um and then A few years later, uh, my daughter actually was diagnosed with cancer. She had a soft Mm -hmm. tissue sarcoma when she was five. And that's when the issues that I had that were little signs Mm -hmm. became very big signs. It's Mm -hmm. like the body will speak louder and louder and louder and louder. And you don't develop thyroid cancer in a day. Mm -hmm. And exactly one year after my daughter's second surgery... I had thyroid cancer, I had my surgery. So I had my thyroid removed, but the signs were there. Mm -hmm. So the one thing I say to everyone is when you have signs that don't go away, you need to address them. And the only way to address them is first of all, you'll need to be quiet with yourself and take that time. However, it works for you. Some people love to journal. Some people love to meditate. I always found it very difficult to meditate. Taking walks in nature without headphones on. Mm -hmm. Don't put those headphones in. Go for a walk. And I always say, if you really want to pay attention and attune yourself to that energy, don't go with anybody. Go for a nice walk. You know, most people have somewhere they can go that's more in nature, a park, or we have a lot of ravines here where I live. We have some forests. When you do that, you actually align with your own energy, not with someone else's, and not with the energy of your children, or your spouse, or your dogs, Or right? So there's a lot of things that we can do to be in touch with ourselves. And if something doesn't sit right, when you are quiet, Then you can address it and you can address it. There's so many people who you can see. There are practitioners like myself, holistic health practitioners. I always say go with who you align with. Some people feel more comfortable with seeing their general physician, or they've got a great general physician that listens to them.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Some don't. You may need to see a naturopath doctor, you may see a holistic health practitioner like like myself, you may see like, you just have to go with what your body's telling you. But in order to know that you've got to be quiet first.
0: Okay, this next one comes from one of our inner tribe members, Tara, who is dedicated, she's always showing up, she's always in our book club sessions, she's always helping everyone else out and has just one of the strongest mindsets when it comes to staying positive, focusing on gratitude that I've ever seen. And this one really hit me hard because I see her every week. We're talking on Zoom. She's always so happy and, and looks so healthy. And it was like out of the blue. She had some really scary news that she was very vulnerable and sharing with everyone. And it was it was scary. And it was crazy to see like, this is someone who just last week was laughing and everything seemed fine. And now all of a sudden, she's getting this devastating prognosis, this devastating news, we don't really know exactly what's going on. Um, but it doesn't sound good. And I was, you know, kind of watching this unfold in real time, which made it very real, very scary. And it just reminded me how fragile our human life is and how we never know like you never know what you're going to get hit with and it was absolutely remarkable to watch her go through this journey and not know not have any certainty what's going on or what's going to happen but still have gratitude and still focus on the positive and still stick to her manifestation routine which is incredible because it's easy to say like, I'm going to focus on gratitude and be positive and do my affirmations when you're healthy and everything's fine. But a lot of times we get sick or something happens and that routine goes right out the window and, and we get really caught up in the worry and the anxiety and the fear. And I was just amazed by how she handled the whole thing and, um, You're going to really find her story fascinating. So um, let's go ahead and listen to it. I I want you to hear the whole thing because it's truly remarkable. Um, So here's Tara explaining exactly what happened. Okay. Hey, everyone. Um, I have a great guest today, a member of the Inner Tribe and the Book Club, Tara Manjikovic. Did I say it right?
3: You did. Yay.
0: (laughs) Um, So Tara is, yeah, she's a member of the inner tribe, of the book club. We've talked for quite some time now. And um, during one of the uh, meetings that we've had on Zoom, you were very vulnerable and kind of upfront about some things that you were facing in your life. And you had a really incredible story of kind of like how you're coping through a very uncertain time. So Um, Do you wanna just kind of open up letting everyone know sort of like what happened and how this all came about?
3: Sure. So back in February, um, I got sick for a few weeks and shortly thereafter, I started getting these very intense headaches and they were constant 24 hours a day. And I've had headaches in the past And they usually go away within a few days i think at most i've had a seven day headache tops when this one went on for about a month i was starting to get concerned because it was an incredibly debilitating headache to the point where every time i blinked my entire head would hurt any movement bending down to pick something up i would come up and just see stars and my head was pounding. And I initially thought it was sinuses because I have a history of sinus infections and my sinus infections are usually preceded by headaches. So that was my assumption. And I figured maybe it was just a really bad sinus infection. So I went to my ENT, I had a CT scan of my sinuses. They showed absolutely clear. I was, on one hand, happy about that, and on the other hand, surprised and a little disheartened because I thought, okay, I'm just gonna get some meds for my sinuses, clear it up and everything will be fine. And that wasn't the case. I went to my primary and after having that sinus CT scan, she said, well, let's go ahead and do a brain CT scan. So this is about um, a month and a half of headaches at this point. And I have the brain CT scan. And when I come out of it, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm there for about three hours. And there are multiple doctors keep going into the radiology room. And I basically closed down the doctor's office still waiting. And my doctor eventually came back and said, well, we think you have a brain aneurysm and when I first heard her say that, I was very oddly calm. And I said, okay. And she said, we need you to come back in and, and do another one. And, cause this was late in the afternoon. And I said, okay, I can do that. And I went home and I thought, This is strange that I feel so calm about it. And quite honestly, I believe the only reason I was that calm was because I have been so involved in manifesting and the law of attraction for the last, I would say, almost two years, year and a half, two years. And I just had this feeling that, okay, I can deal with this. Like, I know I'm going to be healthy. And I went into the second scan the following morning. And as I was in the machine, in the uh, CT scan machine, I just kept saying to myself over and over and over through the entire process, I just repeated the same affirmations. And I said, I am strong, I am brave, I am resilient, I am optimally healthy. And I said it over and over and over. And I just felt very calm about it. And honestly, prior to this practice, I would have been freaking out. Um, If I did not have this faith and manifestation and knowing that the universe has my back, I would have broken down and just, oh, my gosh, I'm going to die, blah, blah, blah. Um, But none of that. None of that at all, I was just super calm. And I got the results of that scan later and my doctor said, okay, so it was not a brain aneurysm and we think it was a contrast fluid leak and but we're gonna send you for an MRI just to be sure. And so a couple weeks later, I went in for an MRI I still had the headaches and they weren't decreasing at all at this point, but I knew I was going to be okay. And I just continued in that mind frame of we're just ruling things out and I'm eventually going to get to the bottom of things. So I had the MRI and the MRI came back clear. And it was at that point that I said, okay. And this is where it got really, really cool for me because I said, okay, my brain is healthy. My sinuses are healthy. I know there is nothing significantly wrong with me. That's going to require surgery. And I ended up, I had been doing actually your subliminals for health and I was doing them every single day. And I even added more on to that. Um, And I started doing this process of coming out here in my backyard and every morning just sitting in stillness with my coffee, putting on the subliminal and doing my affirmations. And I was still having the headaches and I said, okay, I am trusting in the universe that I am fine and I know that I'm going to be okay. And can you please just send me a sign? Let me know that I am on the right path, that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and that nothing is significantly wrong. And that was, I do my affirmations like first thing in the morning and then I do my exercise. And so I was doing my workout and I happened to look over to my left, while I was doing my workout, and it was, what is her name, I have to look something up, quick because I wrote all of this down, because it was so amazing to me, um, Alanis Morissette mm-hmm. has this song, Hand in My Pocket, Yeah, and some of the lyrics, one of the lyrics is, and what it all comes down to, is that everything's going to be fine, 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 and that song was on during my workout. And I just happened to look to my right, and there was two rainbows on my floor, right?
0: Oh, and I looked wow. right when those
3: lyrics came out. And they were somehow reflecting through the glass in my front door. But I had never seen anything like that before. Yeah. I just had this overwhelming sense of, I'm going to be, that is that is the signal I asked for. I asked for a sign from the universe right when these lyrics are on, I get this rainbow symbol on my floor. And I just suddenly felt even more content than I was before. And I'm like, okay, I am, I am on the right path. And I said, I'm done with traditional Western medicine in the sense of with these headaches, like I know I don't need it. I'm just focusing on, you know, supplements, for better health. And all of a sudden, I started feeling better. And the following day, the exact same thing happened with the rainbows. (laughs) It was so bizarre, the exact same thing, except it was in a different place. And it was on my wall instead of on the floor. But it was the exact same thing. And at the same time, I'm sorry, I'm going into this whole thing, but it all, No, I want down. you,
0: I'm like purposely not interrupting. Cause I, it's so good. I want you to keep going and then we'll dive into everything. Okay. Yeah.
3: And that same, that same morning after the rainbows, I always do, um, uh, Oracle cards in the morning. Just, I do some, I am affirmations and some angel number affirmations and I just shuffle my deck. I typically shuffle three times cause I have this law of threes mind body spirit kind of thing and I it had happened once before where I had shuffled the deck a card jumped out and I talked to you about that before because I had listened to one of your podcasts where you said if the card jumps out I assume that's my card for the day and I take it so I had done that once before and the same thing happened that same morning I'm shuffling my deck and before I even get through the first shuffle a card jumps out and the card said, "I am stronger than I realize and more powerful than I know." And I thought, "Okay, okay, I, wow. I can heal myself. You know, I have the power to make myself better with just believing that the universe is with me." And it was just incredibly amazing. And it's now been. I would say it's really only been a week and a half where I have felt really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I had these headaches for over three months, and honestly, if I w- like I said, if I was not doing this practice, not only with the initial CT scan results and the whole aneurysm thing, but just day to day living, mm-hmm. um, I I would not have been able to function if I didn't do daily gratitude. And if I wasn't in this super positive mind frame, I would have had a total mental breakdown because I'm three sure. months of a debilitating headache that never goes away. Mm-hmm. And I was taking ibuprofen, like ridiculous amounts of ibuprofen just to sleep mm-hmm. because I, it was so bad. I couldn't sleep. And the way everything unfolded was just so powerful to me, it's so incredible, and I didn't have to take any drugs and I didn't have to have any surgery, and it was just a really cool experience. As painful as it was, it was really neat.
0: Well, I really appreciate you having the courage to share it because I know it, it's scary, you know, when we talk about our health, it's like if you lose your health, I mean that puts everything into perspective and and it's a personal thing. So I wasn't sure, you know, if you wanted to share it, but I feel very fortunate because I was kind of able to see the journey unfold. Like I remember on the book club meeting um, you said, you know, Hey you guys, I have something that happened. And I, I was thinking, you know, maybe you lost your job or, you know, something like that, that, you know, happens in life. And when you said um, I might have a brain aneurysm, because that was right after that first scan, it was it was like a shock to me. You know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, because you hear brain aneurysm and you just think like, wow, that's serious. Like, oh, my God, you know, you're just like stunned. And I will never forget your demeanor. I mean, you were truly so calm about it. And, you know, you're telling us how you're doing the affirmations while you're in the machine and you're, you know, focused on gratitude and how if you hadn't been focused on this every day and focused on gratitude, how you don't think you would have been that calm. And I'm thinking like, there's no way. I mean, most people hear that and you just immediately panic and you think of you jump to the worst case scenario, you know, like I'm going to die. And, you know, I, I definitely believe there's a place certainly, you know, for Western medicine, but the thing that I struggle with is sometimes people will get something like that. That's a false diagnosis or something scary. And then you let your mind go down that road. And then it, I do think can manifest a worse outcome. You know, it can manifest physical symptoms
3: one of the things too that i had to do was you know i had my co-workers knew that i was having these headaches my boss knew because i kept going to doctor appointments obviously my family knew and in the beginning as much as i was doing positive affirmations for myself when people would ask me how are you feeling my response was always negative it was you know my head is just killing me i just wish I didn't have these headaches. Um, I'm tired of feeling this way. And it was so contradictory to what I was telling myself. And I had to snap out of it and realize like, okay, I'm putting this negativity out there. Every time I say, yeah, I'm not feeling great because it's the opposite of what I want to feel. And so I told my family and my friends, I said, If you're going to ask me how I'm doing, I'm going to respond that I'm doing great. Whether or not I am, I am doing great because all I want to put out there is complete positivity because what you speak, you attract. And if I'm speaking something negative, even though my desire is for something positive, I'm just going to attract more negative. And I think that, you know, may have contributed to them lasting as long as they did because I was sending out conflicting messages, telling myself one thing, and then communicating differently. And once I just said, 100% positive, 100%, I'm going to get through this. And I am focusing entirely on gratitude and health.
0: Mm -hmm. That reminds me of, I think there's a part in The Secret um, that talks about health. And it was specifically talking about a woman that, I believe she had cancer. And she was saying the same thing, like, Um, If anyone asks how I'm doing, I'm going to just say, I'm doing great and say the outcome that I wanted. And then she would put her hands on the area that she was, you know, had this diagnosis and just say, I'm so grateful, like that I'm strong and healthy. I'm so grateful my body's healing. And I think that's great advice. What you said about letting the people in your life know, like, hey, this is what I'm going to tell you because I need my mindset to be right. Because number one, that's going to let them know that even if you're saying you're okay, like still there could be something going on. So be gentle, be patient. But it's also like teaching them the power of positive thoughts, because I'm sure there's people in your life that could like start a conversation like, oh my gosh, aren't you worried? Are not you scared? What if it's this? What if it's that? So it's letting them know like you're not going to tolerate that and kind of putting up this very clear boundary that you're only going to take in positive affirmations and thoughts. So I think that's a great tip for everyone just in general to maybe convey to, you know, especially if they have people in their life that can kind of go on that negative, you know, tangent with things to just kind of put up a
3: When you tell somebody like you, like my mom and my husband, when I said, okay, so here's what happened. And this is the possible diagnosis. I was way more calm than they were. They were worried. Obviously my family was worried about me and I wasn't because I just said, Nope, I, I know it's going to be okay. And I think the biggest struggle for me was you don't realize how much your health impacts everything you do until something happens and you become unhealthy because it affects every part of your day. And I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, I just remained positive and everything was fine Mm -hmm. because it was a struggle to be positive when you are feeling like complete crap for months on end is not an easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. And so it takes that practice. And if I, like I said, if I did not have that gratitude practice already and had had it for some time, it would have been very difficult for me to get through it because there were times I did not want to get out of bed. There were times I did not want to go to work. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I just wanted to lay down and cry. Yeah. And I just didn't allow myself to do that because I knew it would take me further down a negative hole. And I am just like, I'm grateful that I have this knowledge and I have this practice. And I have this amazing group of women in our book club And it's by surrounding myself with like-minded people who can understand this journey made a huge difference. Uh,
0: I don't know. I don't remember. I think it might have been you, Tara. I'm not sure. In the last book club meeting where we were talking about the idea of, you know, how it's it's not reasonable to be positive 24-7. Like there's going to be things that come up. And I I can't remember, I think it was you that said, like put a time limit, right? Is that you? Yeah. Because it was
3: right before I had this breakthrough of complete like my headaches almost completely disappearing. Like they've been getting better over the last week, but that that meeting last week, the night before, between my dog being sick and injured for the i mean my dog has been sick almost as long as i have and had surgery and dealing with him and myself when i didn't feel well was very difficult and i think it was the night before the book club or the previous night i just had a total breakdown and i cried for like 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and then i told myself okay you did that now let's pick it up get back in a positive mind frame and move forward and I think you need to allow yourself to feel and sometimes give yourself that time to just have the breakdown, have the tears. And, but yes, give yourself a time limit that, okay, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to pick myself up and I'm going to move forward.
0: Do you think that maybe like, there was potentially an aneurysm and you have kind of like healed yourself, or maybe there was potentially something life threatening, but through your thoughts, you've been sending direction to your cells and actually healing that thing.
3: I do. I honestly do. I do. And in, in one of the particular subliminals that you had one of the affirmations in the subliminal was about healing light flowing through your body mm-hmm. and I was literally envisioning that multiple times a day. And I would even go in the mornings and stand outside in the sun Mm. and just envision that healing powerful energy in my entire body, all my cells filled with light. And I, in doing so was like manifesting anything negative out of my body. And I know it sounds crazy, but I honestly do believe that I did manifest that, that there was something. And my calm focus and just confidence, that calm confidence that, no, I'm gonna be okay. And being in that machine, and have you ever been in a CT or MRI machine?
0: No, but I know the concept and it sounds like you could feel very claustrophobic and panicked. Yes.
3: Yes, exactly. Because you're in this little dome and it's you have headphones on because it's incredibly loud noise over and over for twenty minutes or so. And it can feel very confining. Mm-hmm. And I was so just so calm. Like I from the minute I got the diagnosis, I just was like and I knew when I was in there that I was going to come out fine. new mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I don't know how to explain that. I, I think someday we will absolutely be able to explain it with science. I really do. I think we're going down that path. And for anyone listening that hasn't heard of epigenetics, like it's, it's really fascinating. Um, Dr. Bruce Lipton and Joe Dispenza, they both talk about that, but basically how, you know, your cells and your body are just working 24 seven, you know, to keep you alive and that you can actually give your cells direction and you are giving yourselves direction, but think about most people, most people complain 24 seven about their ailments and don't give gratitude hardly ever for their health until they lose it. And here, you know, you've had this gratitude practice for a while now, consistently every day, you know, that you've been practicing, you've been doing affirmations, you made the conscious decision to not focus and not talk about how much pain you were in, even though it was debilitating. You know, these are all things that are directing yourselves to keep you healthy and to heal, to heal your body. You know, and I do want to touch on like so you know, you're doing the gratitude, you're saying saying the affirmations. Do you say them out loud? Do you think them in your mind? I, I say think them that's out to that. I-, I
3: I have a subliminal on in the background, mm-hmm. and I have a stack of three by five cards that have all my affirmations on them. And for a while I was doing them while I was walking on the treadmill when it was mm-hmm. winter. <laughs> and mm-hmm it was like, okay, I'm going to walk and be active and do my affirmations and listen to the subliminals. And once the weather got better, I felt this pull to just be outside mm-hmm. because I wasn't going to walk in the wind and 20 degree, 10 degree weather. So once the weather changed, I I now sit outside, I take off my shoes, and I put my feet in the grass because I feel like I'm grounding with the earth and with nature. And I put the subliminal on and I say my three by five cards out loud. I say my affirmations out loud. It takes me like 20 minutes every morning. And it's how I start my day. And then at night I I do a gratitude list throughout the day. So all day long I just keep a list in my phone of everything that happens throughout the day that I'm grateful for. And then at night I go over that list and When we did the magic, the magic rock thing. Yeah. And so I pick one of those things that happened throughout the day and I say, okay, my, the best thing that happened to me today was X, Y, Z. And that's the last thing I do before I go to bed. And so it's gratitude all day long because it's my morning practice and then noticing things all day long that I'm writing down and then going over them again at night It's just a constant stream of gratitude. And then I'm listening to subliminals. I'm listening to uplifting positive podcasts. And during the day I have also, because my job can get very stressful. I will leave my office for like 10 minutes and go on a walk. And listen to some positive affirmations. And then I come back and I'm like, okay, let's get through the rest of the day. Um,
0: But such a good tip because if
3: I did not, if I did not do these things, I know for a fact, I would not have handled this situation well at all Mm -hmm. to be feeling horrible for that amount of time. Two, three years ago, this would have been an entirely different situation. And it is having this practice that has me where I am
0: today. You're providing evidence and proof to other people that like, even if you're sick, even if you're in pain, even if you have a stressful job, you can still practice these things and turn it around. Like you're not, you know, you don't have a leg up in one way or another. You're not like, you know, feeling wonderful. Like you're, you're going through something that's very difficult and still able to do that. And I think that's important because when people are going through rough times, it's easy to like, look at people that are saying affirmations and think like, oh, well, good for them. They're not going through this, but you are like, you're in the trenches going through these things. And I've never heard of anyone leave, um, putting a gratitude list in their phone throughout the day. I think that's such a good idea because we know that like repetition is key in all of this. It's key in reprogramming your subconscious and everything. And to do that, it's like the constant reminder. So when the day does get stressful, it's like, no, I need to find the good. I need to focus on the gratitude and call in, you know, raising your vibration. And then the other thing that I don't want to skim over um, is you exercise every day. And that's a really powerful tool in raising your vibration. And it's a great place to be in to manifest because, you know, that that feeling. I mean, you know it when you're working out and you get to kind of that peak state where the endorphins are rushing and you feel really good. That is such a powerful state to manifest from. And I know not everyone wants to exercise and work out every day, but it works energetically.
3: I do do want to say that exercising when you don't feel good is hard. I mean it was the last thing I wanted to do. And I love to exercise. I, I exercise usually six to seven days a week. Mm -hmm. I do strength training and I do cardio and it's something that just makes me feel good about myself. But when you have a headache, running is not an option. Like the pounding, that was not going to happen. And excessive weightlifting was not going to happen. I had to restructure my workouts in a way that, was not going to make my head even worse but still exercise because it makes me feel good and i would start and i would feel awful and my head was just on fire but by the end of my workout i would feel a little better because i know that doing that was actually helping me and yeah. so i had to change my routine absolutely and, you know, I'm sure people will say, well, you're not going to exercise when you feel like crap, but I do. And it did make me feel better.
0: You do. And I was, I have to say, I was incredibly impressed because when we were scheduling the, the podcast, you were like, it needs to be after this time because I need to get my workout in. And I respected that. I was like, good for you because when you find yourself making excuses, like, oh, well, I can't today because I have to do a podcast. I can't today because I, ha- there's always going to be an excuse then. And next thing you know, you're just not doing it. So I really, I was like, good for you. I mean, having that solid practice and I must say like In the book club too, you know, a lot of times we'll talk about different things that people are going through and you're like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to, you're going to believe this. You're going to say, and you're just so like firm in what you believe and what you practice. And I know that takes time. I'm sure that wasn't something that came instantly when you started on this journey of manifestation, but you're at that place now where you're all in and you're giving it your all every single day. And I, I think that's going to be inspirational for everybody listening, knowing like, you know, they can do that too. Like it's a conscious decision. And I feel like you made that decision and you're not wavering on it Um, despite any obstacles that come your way. You're not wavering on it. And I, I think it's healed you. I think it's potentially saved your life from whatever was happening. That's now being healed.
3: Yes, I agree.
0: You're like it takes, it
3: takes discipline. It really does. I mean, having a gratitude practice takes discipline. It's not just, oh, discipline to exercise. Having this practice takes discipline because it's something you have to do every day. And some people will do it for three or four days and then go, oh, well, nothing's happening. And give up. Right. Or uh, some stressful thing comes into their life. I don't have time to do it. And they give up. I make the time. I get up early to make sure, like, When I have, like if I know I have an 8 a.m. meeting, I'll get up at five instead of six to make sure that I have time to do this practice and get my mind in the right space and feel, actually feel it Mm -hmm. before my day starts. Because if I miss it for one day or I don't do it, it's so easy to fall out of it. Yeah, And it just, it's such a life-changing thing to have
0: this practice. Wow, I hope you guys are feeling so inspired hearing these three stories. I want to thank all three women for doing these interviews, sharing such personal stories about their health and about their journey and inspiring so many people in doing so. I really appreciate it. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Share it with someone who is going through a health challenge. Give them some inspiration. Show them some evidence of healing success stories. I think that's so important to help people in their mindset and overcome some of those limiting beliefs that can really come into play whenever there's a health concern. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will link all of their details in the show notes. You can also find them on Instagram at Josette Kasik at Sandy K Nutrition. And then Tara is at Blue Firefly 13. And I will put all their website info and contact stuff in the show notes if you want to reach out to them and just let let them know how they have inspired you. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you here next week.